Hello and welcome to Sage's Retreat, a pleasant place for dad talk, gaming talk and all the awesome bits in between. Today is a handheld special with some news thrown in for good measure and also what we've been up to over the last week. With me is my co-host Nathan, aka the Lord Shade. Hello. And also we have our very good, cuddly friend Terry, aka Ichigo2513. Hi Terry. Hello. Right, well we're doing our a little bit of news first, but I've got a bit of a... An announcement, maybe like an announcement. Uh, just a few changes and the uh, the future going forward for myself, Sage and also Nathan. Um, we're still committing to weekly podcasts. Don't panic for all you seven listeners. Don't worry, it will still it will still be going out. This is our little the avid fans, the avid fans, the committed, the mm. dedicated. Mm-hmm. We love you all six or seven of you possibly sometimes ten yep. um if it's an interesting one we do get some with some of the some of the youtube uh cast do get some hits i've noticed we do get mm-hmm. uh, like star citizen one did get a few people on there and even a few comments and yeah. in fact terry you you commented on the video didn't you and you know what i can't see the comments i'm trying mm-hmm. to trying to view them and i couldn't well, i think i did there is definitely some comments on there from i'm sure well somebody commented about it saying that they spent quite a bit of money on it well maybe it wasn't you i apologize but i there were some comments on the video i could not access them or see them and i've no idea why i need to look into it but what we're going to be doing so we're going to be committing to our um weekly podcast don't panic and that will be obviously going up on spotify and various other podcast platforms as well as the video cast up on uh, up on youtube um we're trying to push out one or two videos um a week could be anything we're solely we're solely for the podcast all the other stuff is it's extra so if there's a game that we're playing and we find something interesting we're just gonna throw out um a video it's it's just a case of just for the hell of it it's just something we'll put on um a lot of the people that we interact with and with with the uh the podcast are interested in similar things so some of them you know i've even had uh who was it uh, adam had said he'd watched the uh one of the Valheim videos and he'd got some tips and he'd figured out how to do something because of something we'd we'd put mm. on them. So they do prove obviously they do prove uh do prove useful. Uh Nathan, yeah. originally we were gonna kind of stick together and do some live streaming. Well that was kind of a sort of a lofty plan to do some live streaming on the uh, Sage of Street Twitch. However, we have decided to keep that for special occasions um maybe live podcasts and other bits and bobs that we will do as a collaboration and we'll push it out on that we're not trying to make that into anything it's just there as sort of a backup platform for stuff that we're going to do um nathan's been doing some live streaming i uh, set up his uh twitch channel he's mm-hmm. going to be doing that a few times a week two or three times a week uh it's something that mm-hmm. he, he has some spare time something they enjoys doing so he's at lord shade 86 on twitch go and find him give him a sub not a sub a follow um because yep, those follows early on those follows are quite important even if you're not going to watch him get yep. on there just it would be a massive favor lord shade 86 twitch on um, the youtube video that i put up i will put a link at the bottom nathan remind me um I will do. and i myself I'm, the reason for these sort of changes is that i'm probably going to be back at work within a month so we uh we need to figure out what we can do in respect to that work kind of life balance um it applies to all of us you have you, you've got your kids and obviously your wife and every, we all need to balance it out um 
Uh, so I'm actually looking to do a bit of live streaming as well on my Twitch channel that I've been revamping over the last week. It's ShaggyDog79. Um, I would also appreciate it. Follow. It's not, it's not. There's no pressure. It's not a big deal. But if you've got a Twitch account, jump on there. Just give us a quick poof, little follow. Costs nothing. Takes like five seconds. And um, you never know. You might catch us streaming mm. something that you play. Or if there's something you want us to have a little play on, hit us up. In fact, I was thinking... Yeah about doing because mm-hmm. karina's been playing a few games now she's got a little gaming pc same with jay hasn't she she's been playing stuff and i was thinking yeah. about doing a borderlands one playthrough um, <laughs> i thought that could yeah. be a lot of fun whether it was do you know funnily enough i thought that myself i thought that'd be that would be a good game for us to get on that wouldn't it because it's, it's co-op and it's yeah good. four you can do four player um mm. and it's only currently about six pound on cd keys um so i'm yeah. gonna get that for that's the game of the year enhanced edition for the original borderlands game so oh. i was thinking we could maybe do uh even if it was once a week we kind of sat down and did two hours on it or something i think that could that could mm. uh that could be quite fun we don't mm. even have to each have the different characters you know we could uh, to be honest with you i think in terms of character balance two soldiers um the is it what's the name in the first one? Not Maya. That's the second one, isn't it? Lilith. Mm-hmm. Lilith. Yeah. The yeah. um, like the, the uh, I can't remember what call her. She's like, yeah, Siren. That's it. Thanks, Terry. I'm, mm. I'm glad you're here. And then <laughs> if we have um, the little, hey, I got a bird. I fire it over there. What's his name again? Mm. The sniper Mordecai. guy, Mordecai. I think two soldiers, yeah. Mordecai, and a Lilith. I think they would be. That would be an amazing team. I'm not mm-hmm. a big fan of the... Um, is his name Brick? Is it Brick? Yeah, Brick. Yeah. I'm not the biggest fan of him. I find him... It's great if you... I mean, yeah, it's a bit of a gimmick for me. I think the other ones are a bit more practical. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. Although, as a siren, Lilith, I don't think is as good as what the mayor is, or Maya, whatever you call it, in the second one. I think her siren abilities are better. And yeah. I think the the original siren is not not the best. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna do some live streams. I think I think maybe we should get that in in action. We'll do, we'll do that Borderlands because Karina's been enjoying playing mm-hmm. Mass Effect Andromeda. She's still playing it now. She's got like twenty odd hours on it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's like we'll be sitting down. There'll be nothing on TV. She'll go right. I'm gonna just gonna go off and play Mass Effect, and then she's just. <laughs> I feel like I'm now in a relationship with myself from a few years ago when I'd go off and play a game, which is hilarious. But it's great because she's been stressing out with her uni work and. It's good to be able to have a pastime to kind of like just yeah. throw it in and just and it's I'm 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 really uh, enjoying the fact that she's she's enjoying Mass Effect. You know, maybe mm-hmm. when we get that big, this, they're redoing it, aren't they? And it'll be out this year. Maybe she'll go play the other ones as well because they're pretty good games. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we'll be doing special videos every now and again as well. So I'm and I'm talking and I'm looking at things like the Odyssey DLC for Elite when that comes out. Yes. Um, we might even do our own little Sages Retreat mini guide to Elite for any new players. I know there's a lot out there, but it's always nice to have someone else's take on it. There's a lot of stress with guides and a lot of grinding. We'll try and uh, maybe do something a bit more, not lighthearted, but a bit more uh, immediate and practical and fun. Uh, we'll, mm-hmm. I think that's something we have mentioned before, isn't it? Doing something um it might get us a few hits on the podcast as well with it being because it'll be popular at, at the time so uh leaving out little announcements what have you been up to this week terry 
Not much, really. Uh, obviously, kids have gone back to school. Yes. yes. Um, other than that, it's just general adulting stuff and Valheim, really, building in that. Valheim, you've been still smashing Valheim. Obviously, you completed the the current end game situation. Yeah, because it's a placeholder for its drop. But yeah. Yes. Yeah, um, so, yep. yeah, I'm just building and learning new things and how to do things and... Learned some quite cool tips. Are well. you building in debug mode, which would be a perfectly legit way to do it, especially... No, I try and do it with steps and stuff and then destroy the steps after. So most buildings are low enough for me just to build without having to fly in the air or anything like that. No, I meant in terms of um, just spawning in stone and stuff like oh, that. Oh, no, 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 no. I try and do it properly. Right. I'm think... trying to do things properly. I mean... As I uh, said before we came on here um, to Nathan, I've literally gone on my other servers, got all the wood, all the stone, everything, mm. and then transferred it over to the newer server. So I have cheated in that sense, but everything else is legit. I think it's perfectly fine. If you've completed, yeah. like mm. me and Nathan, we've said it ourselves because we've completed the game mm. as it is early access, the, the, the kind of story mode so yeah. far. When it, then we've been like, we need to do a bit of building. Do we have a pickaxe and hit rocks for four hours in order to build a shed? Yeah. Or do I just bring in a hundred stone and we just we just smash it on? It, that's what we've been doing mm. on the on the actual server though. You can't cheat. You can't access yeah. um, console commands on there. Ah, um, okay. It's not possible. So you can't spawn in a really powerful sword and or you can't be like, I need, you know, a troll to practice on. You can't just kind of do that. You have to play the game. The only way to cheat would be to go to a separate own, you know, your own so person. So a trainer, basically. Your own personal mm. thing and then kind of bring it in. Yeah, yeah um, a trainer of some sort. Yeah, but I think, uh, yeah, Valham's been... Uh, I saw your pictures. I think it's looking good. I think you're an idiot for doing yeah. it in the planes. Um, I think <laughs> at some point... the Just lock, a little. <laughs> at some point, you're going to accidentally flick a locks in the ass with a bit of stone. By, and, it's giving, yeah. uh, and it'll be like... <laughs> Be like, okay, it's Locke's mates, and be going. I, th I think we're gonna have to go and destroy him, and then they're gonna rampage. Mm. They're gonna get, and it's, it's gonna be that like um, charge, yeah. and they're just gonna just blah, 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 all the way through. But uh, yeah, they might be fine. Are you building some defenses around just to? I will be building fences around them. I need to get rid of the other locks around first. Yeah. I need to build because I've got that goblin village behind me as well. Well, I think I said um, on that. I did comment. Me and Nathan will come join up your server and we'll go and smash them. Yeah, we'll just we'll yeah, demolish the village, and you can just set it up as a farm. Well, I've got a portal straight from the runestone straight to my town, so hmm. I've made it easier for people if they do join. They can literally just go through the portal and they're there. Yeah, the we quite north. We revamped our portal situation, haven't we? You know, mm. we've got a room full of them, but set, set some of them in stone, haven't we? So we don't need to keep yeah. switching. While you set them up, it makes sense, doesn't it, to, to yeah. switch between a couple? But you might as well have permanent ones. I've got there. six, seven, including the ball from the runestone. Hmm. So we've got eight. We've got six up in the room, and then we've got two yeah. in our little portal oh, it was our original portal room wasn't it yeah and for all purposes it's more like the practical room so we've got a home portal which is always our safe way back mm -hmm. then we've got uh like a spare one isn't there at the moment so if we're using mm -hmm. one if we just need to go somewhere we can just use it that but mm -hmm. all the six i activated all six and it was like <laughs> it was like being in a house that had been set on fire and you didn't mm -hmm. quite know what was happening 
Because mm. imagine being surrounded by six portals and they're all on, they're all like, and it was yeah. like, you can't, you don't know which. Sometimes you even felt disorientated. It was, it was odd. So Nathan Ooh. came up with the idea of just renaming them. So each portal has an X at the end of its name. So let's say we've got one called, there's one called Monolith, which is the Ooh. base that I build in the plains on one of those towers. You know, those big rocks that yeah. stick up. I've got a base on top of one of those. Nice. Uh, uh, yeah, well, yeah, well, you'll have to come on and have a look. And it's called Monolith. And it's just called Monolith X. So okay. all you do is you walk up, you access it, you just like press right and then you delete once, enter, and then you're in. So it's actually, it's not a lot of work. Um, yeah. But at no point do you need all the portals on. So no, you're only ever yeah. using one, aren't you? It's like, oh, we'll go to a black forest, or we'll go here, or we'll go to the mountains. Yeah. So you only ever have one on at any time. So the idea of just throwing that extra letter on the end. And we always, it's always an X. So mm -hmm. if for some reason we find ourselves at a portal mm. that we... Uh, we have renamed X at base. We know that we can just rename it either whatever it is, like Mountain X, or we can mm -hmm. just rename it home and then jump back home. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, and all our portals are quite safe as well. They're all kind of like locked up, aren't they, as well? So they can't be damaged by anything. Because mm. we've noticed that when you, if you go through a portal, it, you kind of like trigger the local mobs, don't they? And they kind of like, yes. all right, geezer, you're using mm. that portal. And we're like, we're going to smash it. And then they're just yeah. trying to demolish everything. Um, but yeah, yeah, Valheim is is still gripping us. It's still providing, mm -hmm. it's still providing that that fun. We've had like a day off or so. We've just been like, it's been a bit of a breather. Um, mm. I um, had Adam on the other day, and he's built himself yeah. a little house, a little house in the in the forest next door. Um, reason being, if he needs anything or is, you know, he needs to access something, he can do. Although he's playing it pretty straight, he's not really messing about mm. with it. And we didn't give yeah. him anything that. Could we give him a few bits like I gave him a basic shield and stuff like yeah. he'll take the shield and you know a bit of food or whatever. Um, but we didn't give him anything that he can't like fix. So it's nothing yeah. significant that he's like yeah. not unlocked. Right? It's all right giving someone a silver sword, but if they're in battle, they're not going to be able to fix it, are they? Yeah. So what's the point? Yeah. Also, he doesn't need it. So currently, he's meadows and black forest. And that's yeah. all he needs to worry about. And you don't need a you don't need a silver sword there, do you? No, oh, yes, no. You can just carry on with whatever you've got. So, but uh, but yeah. Oh, we've decided that we're not using the black metal stuff. Okay. Because we think it's ugly. <laughs> oh, it's very ugly. <laughs> it is ugly, but also, the silver sword is better than the black metal sword. Yeah. Because it does that spirit damage, and it it swooshes mm. better. And it's just it seems it yeah. seems quicker. It looks cooler, and mm. I think that the the, the trade off is minimal. I think it I think the black metal yeah. might do a little bit more damage overall, but I think the spirit damage, if you're yeah, if, yeah. if you're attacking you like I think I don't know exactly how it works, but I think if you're attacking like attacking like the undead or whatever, I think it's doing more damage quicker. And I think it has that spirit. It's like a poison damage, so it, it ticks, doesn't it, a little bit? So if you hit something three mm. times, it will like, and then it will just finish them off. Whereas the black mm. metal, I believe, is pure. It's just pure, pure brute slash, isn't it? Yeah. It's like, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. We decided that the also the black metal shields are ugly. Um, the thing is, though, the aesthetic. That's I think, what I use. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, the thing is, the aesthetic the is black something. Black and red one. Yeah, the aesthetic is something that will appeal to a lot of people because mm. it does look cool, but it doesn't look um, 
I'd say it's not our sort of call. We prefer the like I use I prefer like the bronze buckler one or yeah. the or just an iron just a, an iron shield. Mm-hmm. There's that um serpent shield, but I believe that doesn't have, does doesn't do parry, is that right? Yeah, you can't uh, parry. I I love that shield, but it's not worth the trade off for not being able to parry because I use right. parry all the time. Yeah. So it's it's I don't I wish I I'm hoping that they change that because it's it's a badass okay. looking shield that. It needs something else to it. It can block. It, it's what has it got the best block on it? It's it's either got the best or second best. It's it's high up there. It's one of one of the best shields. It's I mean it's yeah, certainly it's one, one of the best to get. But yeah. the fact but the fact is, if you're using it, it's only got block. Which I think I'd rather use an iron shield because mm. if you're fighting a if you're fighting a troll and it might you might block it, but it's you're not you're not dazing it, are you? You're not putting that you're not making mm. that troll go like that yeah. so that you can then rush up to it and kill it. So I think I think the benefits mm. of it of having a higher block on, yeah, they don't they don't they don't work out, do they? But it does look cool. Mm-hmm. If that's um, on a wall. It does look nice. That's where I is on a wall. <laughs> it just, yep, yep. There's the serpent shield. Looks yeah. nice. Just leave it. Just leave it. It's, it, it's mm. fine. Uh, the only black metal thing I am using, I've used the knife and I use the, I don't know how you say it. I need to look it up. The, the Atga. Is it Atga? A-T-G-E-I-R. Mm. Like the arm thing. It's like a long spear. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. That is cool. So that does a lot of damage. I think it. I think that does one of the highest damage in the game. It does that. It does piercing damage. Um, it's very, yeah. very nice. It looks. That does look good. Um, I want. It's got to... that middle mouse button swoosh move as well. Oh, it, it has it? that. Which looks pretty nice. Yeah. yeah. So if you get if you get surrounded, it, it knocks them all back. So you can then run away and run out of stamina, so they can then get you again. Uh, I yeah. really hope they sort that stamina thing out. Just something. Yeah. I'd, it'd be good if you could have a new if the um, trader sold something to keep your stamina up maybe a little bit I don't know maybe well, there is in the game files um, items that increase your stamina permanently um, but they've not been implemented yet so maybe they'll yeah. be they like boss item drops that you can use and it gives you like an extra 10 stamina or something so each boss you'll get like 50 from ones that's in a minute yeah because at the moment it's mostly food and potions mm. Yeah, I'd like to be able to yeah. run indefinitely. Maybe it could. What it could do is it could reduce your stamina down to a small amount, mm. and then you could just run. And then yeah. if um, if you if you did any other if you did anything else other than running, your stamina would drop down. That would be good. Mm. But that that would be like I don't I don't say end game, but that would be like one of those items which everyone would want. You know what I mean? Yeah. But mm. you could have that, or you could have the um, the belt. You know, the um, weightlifter like- belt. Yeah, like swift swift boots or something like that. Yeah. Special boots that you wear that yeah. like, make you run indefinitely. Yeah, that would be cool. That would be yeah. a WoW uh, link then, wouldn't it? Or a Warcraft know. link. Yeah. Lost Vikings, swift boots. Mm. Mm. Little, have some little wings on them. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, mm. 100%. No full damage. They're in a Terraria, aren't they? It's all that that's in Terraria. Mm. Yeah. Uh Gaming news, just a few tidbits before we hit on with what we what we mainly on about today. But did it, did any of you see any of this? Did you see what happened to Rust? Yes, the servers. There was a fire at the Rust server farm, <laughs> and it all went yeah, yeah. down. So this is the it's mm-hmm. only affected the uh, EU servers, uh, and it was a total loss. It wasn't just a fire, and some of the data's lost. It was a total. Total loss of the affected EU servers during the uh, data center fire. 
And this is brilliant, this article. And it says, I think it was a tweet, and it's like a space, and it just says, data will be unable to be restored. And it's like, oh, I mean, I've never played Ross. It's a game I would like to play, but it's it went up in price, and I can't justify yeah. buying it at the moment. If I saw it for like 15 quid, I think I'd pick it up. But I think it's like 25, 30 quid at the moment, and I'm not going to. I don't want to pay uh, that right now. I, think. I, I did a Jeremy Clarkson meme. It's like, oh, no. Oh, well. Oh, no. <laughs> anyway. <yeah. laughs> anyway. But, but there are people that like to play Ross, and for them, yeah. this is, I, th- mm. I think it's... Devastating. Bit, it's it's terrible. I mean, it yeah. it scares me in a way to think that a game as big as Rust, even though it's an indie game and it's not like one of those mainstream that everyone talks about, it's... It's a significant enough of a game that they haven't, and they haven't backed up their servers. It's yeah. just been like, oh, yeah, where's where's all the server data? Oh, it's just over there in that building, and there was a fire and took it all out. I think, I think it's, I think it's a bit of a wake up call for gaming companies, maybe to yeah. uh, just back it, you know, just back it up, or maybe have a way for people to back it up themselves. Yeah, back up your own stuff. Yeah, so you can, so someone. Like who um, starts a server could could just if they want to back it up and it even if it took a few gig they could do it even if it was once a week or whatever just to I think that would be a good old school you had to with games you had to save like there was a, there was a period of time where um, Terraria or games like that were not cloud save you had to back up your own information uh, yeah. but yeah maybe that will uh, maybe that will change in the future. One of our favourite battle royales, Apex Legends, are now allowing a uh, solo queue. And okay. I th- see. I thought they had had it in, but apparently they haven't. Um, no. And this is a new thing. I think all battle royale games should have. I know it depends on how busy they are, but mm. I think a game as big as Apex should have solo. I'm I'm, I'm thinking yeah. solo, tri- solo trios, quads. I like to. I'd like to see that in yeah. in games. Mm. I don't like it when they limit what you can do because there's a lot of people. There's a lot of solo players. I don't want to say loner, but I want to say there's a lot of people that like to play on their own. They just want to get in there. They want to just be like, I've got an hour or two. I'm just going to play some Apex. They want yeah. to go in. They want to play, but they don't want to get with some. I'll just say some moron. Because most of the time you just jump in, let them die, and carry on on your own. But you're at, you're <laughs> at a significant um, a point of having to fight trios, then, aren't you? As a duo, yeah. I'd rather exactly. go trio against trio than duo against trio on the on the chance that that trio is a highly organised team and they're going to smash you. Mm. I do, I do. I'm glad that I'm glad they put it in, but I think it's a bit overdue. Mm. Um, I also think they should have trios in, but be able to opt out of having someone add on. So you should be able to. Pl- I'd I'd be happy to play trios as a duo if yeah. I chose it. Yeah, you know what I mean. So no fill. Yeah, and yeah. just a no fill. Just do it because that's what we do on Call of Duty all the time, isn't it? When we play Modern Warfare, you play in. Mm. We play, you know, plunder trios or quads. And you go in and you're like, "It's just two of us. We'll just play. It's fine." Although you, the chance of actually. Winning is is kind of lowered down. Um, I know you oh. could say, oh, it depends where you land and all, all, all the rest of it. It does, but I think as a 
I mean, I don't know. See, now I'm thinking about it. As a quad, if you're as a quad, I think you're more likely to engage in battles, in which case lose mm. money. Maybe, maybe. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. I think a duo. You are, yeah. You're more prone to going out because you only lose a little bit of money. But if you're solo, you're, if you've got all your money, you know, you're going to lose a mm. big chunk of it. It's so interesting. You want to hide. It's an interesting. Mm. I'd like to see some stats on it. If you're a duo and you're sensible and you sneak about, like let's say you sneak about farmland, uh, lumber, and all that, and you maybe make your way up to a prison or something. I wonder if you can collect. Uh, I wonder if you can be more efficient in your mm. financial collection goal, as opposed to. Mm. Uh, yeah. So I don't know whether you saw. Uh, I know you saw anything, but me and Karina won a plunder the other day as a duo. Mm-hmm. We we jumped in and we won. It was like we was it was getting to like maybe five ten minutes left, and I was like, "Oh, we uh, we're in first. Oh no, we're in second. I was like, we're in we're in second. And she's like, "Oh yeah," and then we was in first, and I was like, "You know, how you can see the line how it goes up and down depending on how much money the other team's got." That was. Um, it was like it kept going for like oh, a second, yeah. first, second, first, and then we got a tiny bit ahead. And I'm like, Karina, just co- just run, just collect everything, just collect everything. Just, yeah. just. And oh. then it got to a point where I was going from one building to the other, and there was four seconds left, and I just stood still. Yeah, I was like, I can't do anything. There's nothing yeah. I can do right now. And then we won. And I was like, I think that's the second time we won playing together, uh, just mm. as a duo. Because um, it's quite hard, I think, sometimes. I think as a duo. Um, Karina's well, solo. Yeah, Karina's <laughs> still mastering the art of yeah. shooting straight. So I think <laughs> I think. Um, although you know, she's no. Don't get me wrong. There's the amount of times that she said, "I've killed them," and I've been like, yep. "What?" And she's like, "I just killed them two people that killed me." Let's say, I was like, "Oh, okay." I was like, "Good girl." Yeah. Pat her on the head. You know, well done. <laughs> uh, so yeah, she can, but. Uh, not not all the time. Sometimes it just goes a bit just goes a bit yeah. wrong. Uh, hmm. Was there anything else? Oh, Valheim. Yeah, I, we've already spoke about Valheim. Sorry to get yeah. back onto it. Valheim has is popular because it rejects uh, boring survival systems. They reckon this is why it's popular because there's no starvation and there's no repair bills. It was not for the moment. This was yes. an interesting article yeah. from PC Gamer. I don't think there will be. I don't. I think there it's... will be repair bills at some point. They're just not implementing it because it's early access. I think that implementing a repair bill that was too too strict, too savage, too damaging could massively affect the way people look at the game. I don't. It they depends. don't want to make it too much. I mean, another day build scale. It could scale. You know, to repair your hammer takes one stone, one wood. That's not much. No, no. Hmm. But when it comes to your house building and you're like taking a bit off, if you have to go and then mine a load of more stone and you're not in a place where there's not a lot, I think it could really start to annoy people. Um, I guess we'll have to see. Hopefully, it's all about balance, and they have to be careful because they've got a very successful game. And if they mess up the balance, they're gonna they're going to annoy a lot of their um, a lot of their player base, and they don't want to do that because they're a small team and they seem pretty friendly, and they just want to. I think they're just happy to be to be chill. I think they're yeah, happy to, yeah. to be chill. We said this before, but, well, just chatting to Nathan a minute ago about Daisy. The vanilla standard Daisy suffers because it's too harsh. It mm-hmm. is, and mm-hmm. it used to be playable. 
Um, we we played it. It's, a lot. it's unfairly harsh. Yeah, that's what it is. I mean, what goes on it's, with apples? You're harsh. Yeah. You can get on with harsh games. But yeah, when it's unfairly harsh, which that is. Yeah, you're hungry. I mean, if you can get past the first apple. ten minutes, you're fine. But it's those first ten minutes are crucial. Ten. If you don't see, get I... the first ten minutes, you're doomed. I disagree. I would say. Yeah. I would say you need to struggle past the first couple of hours. I'd say that it's not 10 minutes. It's not because you can be 10 minutes walking up the coast. You can be 10 minutes yeah. trying to find anything, anything at all. Uh, I think if you can get past the first few hours, I mean, just personally, I think you need a few hours to be able to well, get some. I'll say first 10 minutes because that's how long it takes you to die, really. Yes, well, I guess, yeah, I guess so. So if you can get past, if you can get some food in you to keep you going for the next 10 minutes yeah. and the next 10 minutes and the next 10 minutes and you, you're fine. But that's it. You're constantly mm-hmm. chasing yeah, you're constantly chasing your own starvation. You don't do that in real life. Why should yeah. you do it? I, you can last a few days without food, easy. Yeah, yeah? three days. Mm. But in this in this game, it's like, oh, I haven't had any food for five minutes, and you die. Mm. And it's mm. like, come on. It's a three rule: three hours, three days, three weeks. Come on. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, this should. I think it needs to be. They want to make it realistic. Make it realistic. Yeah, or like, or like, do something like we said a minute ago. We we're saying if what it should be is that you should always have, let's say, a hundred HP. We're just it's an arbitrary number, mm-hmm. and you never starve. But let's say you have to eat once every hour or so, and then yeah. you'll stay alive. But if you eat more food, you can run faster, you're mm-hmm. stronger, you can fight better, that sort of thing. So you can always survive, but it, you'll be limited. Uh, I'd like to yeah. see if they well, just something Valheim does yeah, exactly, basically. and I think that's mm. why it proves mm. uh, it's one of the it proves popular. Mm. So yeah, that's it for our our little news section. But today we are looking at handheld gaming, and we're we're late coming into it. But don't worry, I'm, I'm, if you're still here, thank you. I appreciate that. Today we're looking at handheld gaming and what it means to us, um, just to me, Nathan, and Terry, maybe the general world, but. Uh, just focus on us at the moment. Starting off with the first release of um, an electronic handheld game, which was called Auto Race in 19... Oh, Any guesses, Terra? 1976? 76. Have you looked this up? No. 1976. <laughs> Hitting it mainstream with the Nintendo Game Boy and then jumping to present time with uh, the Nintendo Switch, which arguably... It's a handheld console with the option of playing it on the TV. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're not going to hit every handheld that's ever been, but we're going to start with you, Terry. And what was your first? And um, where did you go from there? Well, my first one was this one. The first For those one. Who, the first one to use, actually just using the audio one is a Game Boy. So the, the original, original Game Boy. The original Game Boy. Iconic. Yes. Everyone knows a Game Boy, don't they? If you, yes. Nathan, if you show your kids a Game Boy, would they be like, that's a Game Boy? Yeah, they yes. do. Yeah, my kids do, <laughs> because I showed them. Um, but yeah, I mean, I have, well, obviously I re-bought this when I was, well, for my birthday a few years back, but I've got the original remember, games yeah. that I had. Mm. So, like Tetris, Super Mario Land, and Legend of Zelda DX. So, those mm. are the, you know, three I had when I was younger, and got them back again. Have you got those games yeah. on there? Yeah, I've got them now. Yeah. Oh, you got the physical. You got the physical games. To got the physical it. copies of the, all three games. So if you shove some batteries in that Game Boy, will it work? That's the that. Is it just some for the? Is it some on show? 
Where's the nice there? Not that you might see, but the red light. I can see Nathan's face reflecting. Yeah, <laughs> I just realised, yeah, you got Nathan's face. No, I can see yeah, the light. So it does work. Oh, I am actually a little bit jealous, Terry. I am. Uh, it I... does work, yes. Not very well, but it does work. But how much was that to buy? Uh, 30, I think it was. Ah, 30 quid. Was it in good nick? Like... Um... I mean, it's sort of yellowed a little bit, but yeah, it's in pretty good nick. That's good. I tell you what, let me find out how much uh, a Game Boy is selling on eBay right now. So we've got a oh. Game Boy Color. <laughs> no, seven hours left on a 1989 Nintendo Game Boy with one, yeah. four games. That's 13 bids, five pound postage, going for 38 quid. Yeah, seven hours, seven hours of 38 quid. That'll probably go for mm. what? 50, 60, maybe? Well, when I got this one, it was like 40-odd in CX at the time. Oh, you got it from CX? Uh... No, I got it oh. from eBay. Right, eBay oh, so it was 40-odd yeah. quid. Right, gotcha, gotcha. Well, it was for my birthday, so <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, oh, there's a bite. Bite now, Game Boy Color, yellow, for 42 quid. That's not too bad, is it, really? Mm. Yeah, but, uh... That's where I started. That's where you started. Did you take it That's everywhere? Right. We're back. Yes, to... you did. Oh, see, vivid memories of traveling on a train or you know something like that to my grandparents and my mum mm. at the time and playing on Tetris, and obviously you know coming back in the dark and you know you got some light when you're like this in the uh, you're like that on every light you can find. <laughs> of course, there was all those um... no backlights. There was all those add-ons for it, wasn't there? Oh yeah, you could mm. make it look like a monster. That you could like, it had like a big Magnifier. magnifying glass on yeah. the top. Can you remember yeah. those? And then it would have the lights. Then you had some speakers, stereo speakers, oh, speakers as well. Mm. Yeah. So it, and you had a camera that you could print off. I'd like to see yeah. the Game Boy in its final form. I've got a picture mm. somewhere on my PC. <laughs> I could imagine it being something that turned it turned in from a handheld to something you didn't want to move because it looked it like a monster. It looked like a transformer. Like, if you shook it, it's <laughs> like oh, yeah. one bit's dropped off, another <laughs> bit will drop off. It's like a transformer. Yeah, are they um, are they strong? Could you could you like you know hit someone with it? Like would it is it would it be a good weapon? Yeah, it's pretty sturdy. I mean, I wouldn't want to crack it, but. Just that, that's good, that's good. Well, if you do it from the uh, the back end where the batteries are, that's quite hefty. Yes. Where did you, where did you go <laughs> from I the... would condone it. Where did you go from the Game Boy? <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, Handheld-wise, did you go to a Game Boy Color? Did you upgrade uh, the original from Game, Game Boy? Game Boy, I didn't have a Game Boy Color, but I did go the Game Boy Advance. Oh, that was the one that was like, it looked like a Game Boy. Oh, Blong, was... yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, and then I went SP, which was the foldable one. With a light in it, so mm. finally they had a backlight. Oh, of course, yeah. That that was like yes. a precursor to the um, the S, though, wasn't it? That kind of that was, that was like yeah. them experimenting with that, like, well, the they're popular. Screen, we need to do yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. Then I went to the big grey DS. And... Is that the one that looked like a breeze block that had been sliced? Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yes. So I had one of them. I uh, I was working for a call center at the time, and I remember them when they were first released. You couldn't get a hold of them, and someone had got one a week before from Japan oh. and brought it in. And we were all playing on it while doing phone calls. <laughs> well, as you, as you would do, I imagine that people yeah. that work also in call centers constantly, well. constantly playing solitaire anyway. So yeah, so we had a PSP as well that someone brought in a week earlier than it was released over here. So we were playing on that as well and going, "Oh my god, that's so cool!" The PSP, but yeah, that's 
That's where I stopped on the handheld on that one. Yeah, I think the PSP was that handheld that made people think, "Wow, it's a proper console." I think it was that. It was that first big, big. I know the the Game Boy was the one that really. Yeah, the 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 UMDs weren't they? The um, yeah. the Game Boy was the one that brought it into the you know brought gaming out the house, wasn't it? That big yeah. for people, every, everyone could like have a Game Boy and it'd be amazing. You could even yeah. link them up, couldn't you? Yes, you could. Um, I think it was the one that you could interchange games because obviously you had those little rubbish racer games or Street Fighter, you know, the little black mm. pixels that you would fight on. Yes. Um, that you would get for like you know a couple of quid back in the day, mm. um, but then obviously Game Boy came along. You could change games. Uh, that was a game changer for everybody. Oh, oh wow! I realise what you're on about now. Sorry, I was thinking of something else. Yeah, you're on about the, like, LC- the, the really, LCD ones. Yeah, 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 LCD. That's it. I had a red one and mm. I had a yellow yeah. one. One of them was like a Space Invaders clone, and the other one yeah. was a racing one. When and yeah. you had like a permanent track. Yeah. But right. you had cars coming down, and you would ba- you would basically go, yeah, left or right in order to dodge it. Did you ever have any of those, yeah, Nathan, right, when you yeah. were little? Yeah, Nathan, hey there, Nathan. Oh yeah, yeah. Can Nathan oh, <laughs> no, I was just Good, saying. Yeah. Uh, did you have, do you remember those little ones from when you were you were little? Yeah, the. Yeah. Uh... What were they called? Pop boys or something? They were, I think there were the various, ones. Yeah, they, I think there were various ones, but there was a range which was quite yeah. popular. I'll see if I can find it. Well, they it. had Street Fighter, Tetris, yeah. Mario. So Nintendo brought their own versions mm. out in a way. Yeah, I had uh, Jurassic Park, um, like a couple of movie time ones, the watch. Yeah. And you could. Um, yes, have like, the watch on the little yeah. LCD screen. Yeah, they were, I, they were properly. I had a Tetris one, a Tetris watch. So, and I used to yeah. get in trouble at school for playing on it. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. yeah. I Game... did. I got it took off me at school because I kept playing it all the time. Like, Game yeah. and Watch. Just put in Game and Watch. Game and Watch. Yeah. The Nintendo Game and Watch. That was the one. Yeah. Hmm. It was like black and red. They've just brought one out, haven't they? They've just brought a new one out. Have they? Yes. Another watch? No, another game. A Game and Watch. They've like brought it out as a retro new oh, little. Uh... Uh, yeah. We'll have to we'll have to have a little look into that, but yeah, the the game and watch was was that one. So between the uh, Nintendo DS and yeah. the uh, Game Boy Advance was something that was released that I really wanted. It came out in two thousand three. Do you remember the N Gauge? Uh-huh, I oh, had yeah. one. <laughs> oh, you had one. Oh, I right. had one, and you had to hold it like that. <laughs> yeah, like a phone yeah. call. Yeah, I've got a picture of it somewhere. I'm just looking at it now, and I still feel I still have that urge to own one. Like I I want one. They were amazing, and their games were brilliant. It came out in 2000. What was it? So, oh, there was another one called the QD. It sold three three million of those sold. That was that. I don't know how that relates in terms of it being successful, but everyone knows and remembers them, and I think everyone knows somebody that had one. No, as no, successful as, as far as I was concerned, they were that's still horrible to do phone calls on because you had to hold it sideways. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, it looked ridiculous. But gaming-wise, you also had to take the back off, take the battery off, change the game, put the battery back in, put the back back on so you could play. Wow. And mm-hmm. that was an issue. So when they brought out the next-gen version of it, you could just slot it in instead. I like to think that's why it failed then. That's why it yeah. didn't hit as big as it could have done because it, it, it took was, three and a half hours yeah. to change a game. Yeah. And most of the games were okay. I mean, I had Split Cell, Tomb Raider, 
Those are the two I can remember anyway. Yeah, what did you, did you have a PSP, you say? I have the PSP still somewhere. What and games do you remember playing on the PSP? The first game I got was Burnout. Burnout, oh, of course, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the one I mentioned in the last video was in uh, Katara Man. Oh, that, actually came out, that actually came out for it. So mm. I was straight on it. Oh, okay, okay. The um the one handheld which I never owned, which I always wanted, was the uh Game Gear. Which is that you took know... like a hundred batteries and yep. died within an hour, yes. Yes, that's yeah. it. My best my best friend had one and it was amazing but the batteries it went through. Back in the day, obviously batteries yeah. weren't as good. So it just tear through your batteries. Hmm. But like, so, I just remember you had a bag full of batteries just for it. <laughs> such a nice looking, yeah. Just yeah. Such a nice looking hmm. beast as well. Look, it was. It was a chunky beast as well. well it was quite chunky. So Sega just released four um, new Game Gears, um, hmm. tiny little ones like this, and they each Micro play. Ones. They each play like four games on, and it's it's a case of you look at them, you look at all four. And each mm. one has a game that you want to play. It has oh. like three games that are trash, and then one game that you want to play. Um, but they're like really, they're 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 quite terrible. I watched them, someone mm. review them, and they're quite terrible. But they're also awesome because they're small, colourful little game gears. Just it's like a yellow, a green. Original. It's like a yellow, green, blue, and a, a red one. But I think they yeah. just why not? They're just cashing in. But I think they're a little bit too expensive yeah. for what they are. Just go um, buy an original. Yeah. Batteries all handling now, and and get yourself you know, a, back, games, a yeah. backpack full of batteries, maybe to go with it. But yeah, batteries well, are better, so maybe uh, batteries are a hell of a lot better now. Yeah, yeah, and so, cheap. Yeah. I think batteries are relatively. If you just want even even yeah. like a normal battery, not like a not like a fan shot battery, but like an a general well, shot batteries are all right. <laughs> just, I'm just well, saying... depending which ones you go for, they're all right. Right, mm-hmm. right, right, right. What about you, uh, Nathan? What happened with you with your Handheld gaming life. Uh, I started off with Game Boy, um, which I think most people did anyway. But um, we had the grey one, which we had Tetris for. Well, you, you needed one. Um, we had Tetris for. We had like a MotoGP game um, mm. that were a bit rubbish. Um, and then we we went on holiday. First time I went abroad when I were about nine or ten, I, th- I think it were. Um, and while we were there, they were they sell like electronics really cheap. And I bought a another Game Boy while we were there because I was broken. And it was can, can you remember the nineties fashion of see through tech? So it had like yeah. you could see all the wires and everything and all the yes. lights. It was one of them, and it was proper good. And all the games were right cheap over there. So we bought a load of games. And it's the first time I played Pokemon, and oh. that Pokemon Red with that beautiful. <laughs> that's that's. One of the games that I, I spent majority of my childhood playing handheld uh, was Pokemon, um, and that that was for Game Boy. Um, yeah. I can't, I'm trying to think of any other games that we had. I mean, I'd I had a couple of them, uh, if you can remember them, like dodgy cartridges that'd have like fifty games, games in one. In one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and you had to like sort of change it. But most of the games were the same. You'd get like Doctor Mario, Doctor Mario Two, Doctor Mario Three, and it'd be like some weird dodgy Japanese games that didn't, yeah. didn't do anything or something. <laughs> so we had we had some of them, um, and then we moved on to. Uh, I never had Game Boy Color, which I I, I always missed um, because I wanted to play uh, Oracle Seasons and Oracle Ages. Um, yes. If you can remember them, the Zelda ones. Uh, I ended up emulating them a few years later on PC. Um, I had so them on the SP because they stuck out like a sore thumb. 
Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like a, like an extra bit. Yeah, because <laughs> we're way too big for it. Because it, it was weird. Our SP carried on the game cartridges from the advanced. I know it was like a just thing, yeah, because they yeah. were that weird little shape. And but yeah. then it could take the old Game Boy games. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so I had all the Zeldas, which were really really cool. Yeah, I had the I had the advanced, the SP. I've had DSs, I've had PSPs. Uh, we've got a Switch at minute. Uh, kids have got a Switch at minute. Um, but I, I think it, overall, I'd say Pokemon Red were my favourite from mm. from all because that's that's what I spent the most time. I tried to play a Yellow, but I weren't a big fan of Yellow. I didn't like. Red, I, I never liked Pikachu. Yeah, I was I was like Charmander. That's that's mm. the best start of Pokemon, obviously. So I was just put Charmander every time because <laughs> we don't want a Charizard. So enough <laughs> for that. But yeah, I had PSP uh, just so that I could play Final Fantasy uh, Seven again because yes. I cracked it so that you could put it on. So yeah. I had I had that on. I had World Squadron that were really good. Crisis Core, um, yes, because I, I missed out on Crisis Core when that first came out, and I wanted to play yes. that. But yeah, it's just lots and lots of handhelds. Even though it's it's strange when I look back on them because it's I always remember consoles over handhelds. Even though I had quite a lot of handhelds, I never had Game Gear. Um, but my friend had that, like same as you. Um, and I always wanted to play that because he had the Home Alone game where you went round yes. and if you went on sledge oh outside, my God, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was proper good. I always want, I always wanted that. I mean, it, a few years ago, even for kids, I bought. Um, I don't even know where it is anymore, but um, like it, from Argos, it was like twenty quid or thirty quid. It were a Mega Drive handheld. and it were like um, right. you could choose between like a certain number of games, like Kid Chameleon or Alter Beast. So to get kids into handheld gaming, but yeah. then they've had the S's and stuff like that. Yeah, I know. I know you haven't had much um, much experience with handhelds, have you? Um... No, no, not at all. So early on, never had. Well, we didn't have a lot of money. Sorry to get my violin out, but I never had a lot of money being younger. And my, I mean, my consoles were, you know, Master System, Mega Drive, and then going on from there. But it's like I had a friend with a Game Boy, and it was like magic to me. It was like, what? What is this? Um, I was never impressed with the screen, even years ago. I mean, it just was, I found it a bit blurry. Like, you know, like it was, wasn't it? There's no defending okay. it. It was, it's blurry. Yeah, it went 720p. And you, had to like be, and you had to be in the right light as well, because you couldn't see yeah. anything. Yes. Even with the contrast. So even though I couldn't afford yeah. one, I would. I don't necessarily think I would have wanted one. I found them a bit sort of lackluster. Mm-hmm. But I get, I get, if you can just, if you can see past that, Absolutely amazing. Um, then I had I'd a friend who had a Game Gear. Uh, oh, Tetris. I did play a lot of Tetris on the Game Boy at my friend's house. A lot of Tetris. Which I think everyone I, I still did. do. <laughs> yeah, I think, I mean, is it the best version of Tetris? Like, from years ago, maybe, because of the charm yes, of it being me, on the handheld. Yeah. I think I think you kind of relate mm-hmm. it to... I even downloaded a Tetris for my phone not long ago, yeah. and that was also a ton of fun. Um, yes. absolute mm. ton of fun. Um, so going from there, like I say, playing on frames game gear. The only problem with the game gear is that it was basically a master system, yes. so they didn't mm. have a good version of Sonic the Hedgehog. They did have good games on it, but the master system Sonic the Hedgehog was rubbish. It was <laughs> to the Mega Drive. It was totally different. Mm. It was like it's not even the same. They're not even trying to copy mm. it in a in a in a worse looking way it's just it was just trash but it was all i had at the time 
I don't remember Sonic 2 on Master System. It um, was not in line the Mega Drive version. Right, the, the Mega Drive yeah. Sonic 2. I mean, I'll, I know I'm, I'm a bit biased, uh, but I think the Sonic 2 on the Mega Drive is arguably one of the best computer yeah. games ever made. Um, con- just considering from its time period, obviously. I mean, just for the fact of, uh, you know, you got up, you played that game, it looked great, played great, the music were great, everything about it was great. Um but it was just it was just not um it wasn't a thing that you could enjoy on it on a game gear mm. um i always uh, i only found out about it a few years ago but the sega nomad which um mm. let me find the information on it one second it's going to be totally rude now and just skipping through wikipedia nomad mm-hmm. nomad nomad i saw you a minute ago come on where are you that's the game gear a little bit further Nomad, here we go. So the Nomad was a, basically a, a, a Mega Drive. And mm. I don't think it came out in this country. I think it came out in Japan and North... So 1995, it came out in Japan. 1995, it came out in North America. Never hit these shores. Mm. And I think people in, in this country just missed it totally. Maybe we mm. read about it in a magazine. But uh, in general, we just never got to experience it. And I, I think it was expensive. Um, it was a chonker. It was a big looking. It was, yeah. it was a, like a square. Imagine a squared off um, Game Gear. Oh Jesus! Um, but it played Mega Drive games. Um, mm-hmm. So you could have played that. You could have had that Sonic to experience on there. I think the only yeah. problem with it, the only problem with the Game Gear and the um, the Nomad would have been the fact that yes, it played. It used the same cartridges, so the yeah. the Nomad would have the Sega Mega Drive cartridge shoved into it. Yeah. So it was it had that mm. much room. But the problem is those games weren't designed for the Nomad. So if there was writing on it, it would be small. There would be stuff that yeah. would be harder to see because all it was done was shrank down. Um, mm. yeah. I don't know if there was any specific made Nomad games. Um, I mean, if they were to make them, obviously they'd just... Um, make certain text bigger, wouldn't they? You know, so you could yeah. sort of see it. Um, I think nowadays if they'd do it, they'd probably just have it so it scaled. So it would either, you know, are you on a nomad or are you on a and then it would just scale certain elements. But yeah. that was one. Yeah, so my I I th- I'd say my first experience would have been the L C D, not the Nintendo ones, but some just like some knockoff ones I got from Argos. Um, the LCD games, which I mentioned earlier, Space Invaders and stuff. Yeah, yeah, just that kind of that kind of stuff. So we skipped all the Game Boys. Um, the first proper handheld we had would have been the PSP. Mm. Played mm. racing games on it, Street Fighter on it, which was amazing. It was mm. like Street Fighter Hyper X Giraffe Edition Four or something. I don't know. They had some <laughs> convoluted name on it. That was amazing. And yeah. to hold a P, I was like. Wow, because they felt so good. They're so they were heavy. quite heavy as well. Yeah. So heavy. The battery was pretty decent, and then someone hacked mine for me, and so you could download games and put them on a memory card, which is well, very much, <laughs> which was very much something that um, I didn't just say. Never did that. Um, but yeah, very cool. And there was, um, I believe, there was a slightly smaller PSP now. Uh, there was the PSP three thousand that came out in two thousand eight. Yeah, they brought a PSP Go as well. Uh, PSP mm. Go as well. Yeah, what does that look like? It looked like an old oh, yeah. slide phone, 
but then they revamped it and made it into the PS Vita. That's it. So the Go basically transformed into the into, into the, the Vita, Vita, which we never had. It was pretty much the same thing, like I said, with touchpad on it. Yeah. So the next step. I don't. I don't think anyone had Vita, did they? I think that were a bit of. I don't know. No, you had a Vita. Vita. <laughs> Yeah, I have one I somewhere. It's, it's broken at the moment, but it needs a new Ooh. battery and I need to clean the analogs because someone's built juice all over it. Yeah, well, you need to be more careful with your juice, Terry. Yeah. At no, yeah. At, at no point did anyone that I ever know turn around and go, oh, I've got one of those Vitas. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just, it, I think it bypassed a lot. I think, But yeah. that was the last one that they released and then they just didn't bother anymore, did they? Yeah. I think the best thing yeah. I liked about my Vita was I could attach it to the PS4. So... I could go to the toilet and still play Destiny. Because <laughs> you would you would literally stream straight to the Vita. So you could play from the Vita while you were playing on the PS4. Yes. yes so I, I could walk around the house still playing Destiny. I remember people mentioning that. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's a pretty good idea. But but um, then they brought the mobile phones could do that. So Yeah, that's right. And it, didn't it wasn't it quite decently integrated into the Sony mobile phones? Wasn't yes. It? Sony right. Xperia 2 was the yeah. first one to do it because yeah. I had it. That's and good. that's that's the reason I went for it because you could do that. Yeah, but yeah, it was a bit temperamental with the Wi-Fi. Mm. But I say going on from PSP, we then had a Nintendo uh, DS, not the um, the chunky one, but the, you know the DS Lite that came out. Um, mm-hmm. And then we had the three. Yes, I accidentally called it the 3D DS earlier, which sounded hilarious when I said it. <laughs> the three we got mm. we've got a 3DS, and I think Jack still plays on it now sometimes. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think they well got a lot more played. I think all my kids have had one. Like a, I think Amy had a no, Paige had a pink one. Mm. I can't remember what Jack had. I think he had like a like a very normal color. I can't remember what it was. Now then, Amy had a like a um, that mint green. Yes. Yeah, that one that came out, that was pretty cool looking actually. And they played on them a lot. Uh mm. good generally good good consoles, a good little console. Um mm. we had a brilliant add-on for one of them, a guitar hero add-on. Did you ever see that? Well, with the little finger mm. thing on yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, you could take off yeah. the little slot mm. and then you yeah. could put it on, and then it was rubbish. It was yeah. so rubbish, but it was also very awesome at the same time. You had this really cool, like, whoa, look at this. It's it kind of Get made your fingers it... flexing. Yeah, oh, so I think it was really painful to use after, like, mm. I don't know. It got maybe, very uncomfortable. Maybe ten minutes or so. It was like, okay, my my pinky fingers really. I've, it's just not doing this anymore. And then mm. you just sort of had to kind of like use the stylus. <laughs> I just had to stop on that one. Yeah, but uh, lo- loads of fun. I think I don't know if we had one after that. I think it's then a case of jumping over to the uh, to the Switch. Yeah. Mm. Um. So we've Nintendo wise, we've had uh, GameCube, Wii, Wii U. Which I still think people didn't appreciate it for how good it was as a as a, a unit. I think don't cock your nose up, Terry. Uh, not with that wallpaper. Um, we then <laughs> we then of course go to see. I said to my son the other day. I said, "Do you think what do you prefer, the Wii U or the Switch?" And keep in mind, he's probably played. I don't want to say thousands, but he's played out a lot. And he's, he's played a lot. I'm playing. Uh... Mario Kart with him. <laughs> he prefers the Wii U. Yeah. And he's a young lad. He's like 17. In fact, he's 18 at, at the end of this week. Um, and like, he prefers the Wii U. And he's like, I just, he just, I don't know. He just, he just likes it. I, it can give me a really good reason. Um, but it's, I think, 
I think it might be slightly not. I think it's his nostalgia coming through mm. for mm. how much fun he had on it. Yeah. Um. Just uh, interesting. The Switch is uh, obviously a handheld. Mate, it's mm. pr- it's like ninety percent handheld, and then maybe I'll put it on the TV if I then want to disconnect the controllers, and then and most people I know. Well, yeah. Most people I know play the switch, uh, the switch just by holding it. Yeah, well, we've got a switch light, so it's definitely a con- uh, handheld. Mm. Oh yeah, because you can't sort of connect yeah. it up, can you? Yeah, it is just a big handheld. Mm. Um, but our eldest has that, so yeah, yeah. So onto the switch light. Funnily enough, out of all the Nintendo consoles, I've had the switch light. I've hardly, I've probably only clocked up. Ooh, I probably only played on that for about two hours. Hmm. I just um, it's although it's how it, as a a console it belongs to the whole family. Yeah, I just don't tend to play on it. I PC mm. and Xbox sometimes, um, mm. but generally I'm a PC gamer, and I just I just can't. I'm not. I don't like the um, the Joy Cons. I don't like the feel of them. I don't think they have been made with adult hands in mind. I feel like they're made for smaller hands mm. i find them awkward i mean jack's actually had some new joy cons that are bigger and they're easier mm. to hold now um so that's a lot better cool but uh the going forward with handhelds from the switch i would really like and we mentioned it before i'd really like one of those little android or you know the little ones that you buy that you can um you make uh nathan mm. we mentioned these before haven't we yeah, you say you can buy all these bits and bobs on a website, is that what you yeah. I saw yeah, Pi Hop. Pi Hop. Yeah, you can you you can build you can build a full Game Boy with with yeah. like a, a screen that's a, like a four K screen basically. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like it's got little dials instead. Yeah. Mm. Uh saw it on Facebook, it came up as an advert. I was like, oh that's quite cool. I think that's yeah. something I might do, because you can emulate games on there, can't you, as well? Mm. Yeah, I've got um, I've got the n- Nintendo library if you need that as well because I know it's it's quite difficult to get hold of now, isn't it? Because they stopped a lot of the ROMs. Yes. Uh, what are your guys' experience with Switches? Do you play them? Play them or not? Mm, no, uh, I've only had uh, like thirty minutes on it. <laughs> you do, Nathan? Yeah, uh, when we first got it, we primarily got it for Breath of the Wild. You know, the Zelda, mm. and I absolutely smashed that. I don't know how many hours I've got on it because. Nintendo don't like to tell you how long you've been playing for. It's not like PC, like where you can find, oh, I've 180 hours on, on this game or something. But uh, yeah, we play, play Switch quite a lot. Um, we play it mainly on TV, um, just because you usually play four-player as well, because we'll play um, Mario Kart or um, Minecraft or mm-hmm. what's the other games we've got? Uh, Luigi's Mansion. Um, we've got that new other Zelda as well, uh, Link's Awakening. We've got, yes. we got that specifically. Uh, to, to try that because I never I never got around to play that originally. We that's the one we, I've got we do get quite Google. a lot. Of... Yeah, yeah, because they, they remade it, didn't they? For Switch, like yeah. a, a cartoony like aesthetic, mm. which looks really nice. Um, but yeah, we we I, I mean I played on it much lately. I can't remember the last time I played on it actually. But when we first got it, I played a lot of Zelda. Um, so I like hundred percent that. Um, kids playing it more, more than me and. Alice will play on it more, start her all in this. If, if she plays on it, she plays on it handheld anyway. She'll come and sit down yeah. downstairs because it's set up in kids' bedroom. She'll come down here so, so she can sit with us and play on whatever she's playing. 
it's good. The Switch is a, a um, an amazingly successful console, mm-hmm. and I'm. Uh, I know they're a lot about updating it, aren't they? I think they're doing uh, some sort of big power update with it to make it a bit beefier. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just because mm-hmm. there are some games that it has struggled with that they've tried to port over, isn't there? I mean, mm-hmm. it, I don't think Witcher it needs 3. to. Com- I don't th- Witcher three. Yeah, I don't think it needs to compete mm-hmm. with the big boys on the market. It doesn't need to compete with compete with PC, PlayStation, no. or Xbox, especially with their new consoles that are out. It, it doesn't need to compete in that space. Make the mm. games more accessible. Make them a bit cuter. Make them as playable as they can, and I think it will do. Absolutely, it will survive absolutely fine. Nobody, I don't, I don't want to say nobody, but people aren't sitting around going, "I played Witcher Three on, you know, on my console. I've even played it on PC. I really need it for Switch. I don't. It's there in mm. case people have never played it and have only got yeah. a Switch. I get that, but they're trying to port it over and they can't. They just, they just kind of messed it up, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Does anyone it's, have it's quite expensive as well. What the um if you if you have a look at Switch, the Switch games, it's like um kids want us to play Skyrim and I'm I refuse to buy Skyrim again because I've I i do not know how many times I've I've had it, I've had it for three sixty. <laughs> I've had I it for PC like four times. Yeah, it's it's yeah, I've had it for and <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So I've refused I to buy it again, but the kids wanted to play it on, on Switch and it's fifty pound. And I'm not paying fifty pound for a game that's been out for ten years. Yeah, exactly. Years nearly. Yeah, and even second hand, it's like forty six ninety nine. No, <laughs> I'm not yeah. paying that much money. It's, it's it is very expensive. The Switch. It's not even though it's like sort of aimed towards children. It's it's a bit money grabbing, which I find a bit a bit tight. I mean, you play on PC. I know con- PC costs a lot more than a console, but you can buy games for like three pound. Do you know what I mean? It's just. Yes. Is it just an idea? Yeah. I think that's one of the reasons that I haven't played that much on Switch because, you know, you might look in the in the store and you're looking and you're going, that's like 20 quid. That's like a fiver on PC. Mm. Or I already own it and I'm like, I'm yeah. not just yeah. going to buy it again to play on this console, which I don't really like physically mm. holding. Mm. And I think, I think maybe, you know, it's good for the Nintendo. It's just like any other... It's like any other Nintendo product. It is good for the Nintendo games because they do them really well. Yeah, and um, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens in the future with it because I believe it's a, they reckon it's about halfway through its life cycle now. The Switch um, oh, has been out like four years or something now, so mm-hmm. um, we'll see where it we'll see where it goes. Does anyone have anything else to add? Add, add, add to handheld gaming? No, not off the top of my head. No, we had we had, we had a look at some failed ones, didn't we? With Virtual Boy, which give you headaches. Yes, um, another another <laughs> big failed one would have been the Gizmodo, Gizmondo, Modo. Yeah, I remember that Gizmondo. being massive, being like, oh, best thing ever! Yeah. You can do this, can do this, and then suddenly it disappeared. I think there was a big there was a big yeah. business side flop with that, and to do with money and it, like mm. the owners and stuff. That was that was interesting. I mean, I think we had plans on doing a failed. Uh, failed products uh, special at some point mm. in regards to consoles and whatnots because uh, yeah. there's lots out there. I think that would be a fun one to uh, to address. Yeah. At, uh, but yeah, on I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb. I'll go out on a limb and say there's more failed consoles than there is actual consoles that succeeded mm. but, and, and failed ideas to do with gaming. Just yeah, a little. I think. Yeah. I think it depends. There's a lots lots that come out and just don't make it big, but I don't think that's what i'd class as a mm. failure for me a failure would be the sega like the sega mm. dreamcast that would be a failure or the saturn because it saturn didn't, was definitely a failure because it didn't it was mm. from a big company that didn't impact or the you know like the gizmodo the, because they bigged it up so much i saw it everywhere but yeah. then it just 
it just went to nothing. For me, that's a failure. Mm. Um, but there's definitely a lot. But yeah. On that oh. note, thanks for joining us. Uh, drop a comment mm -hmm. on your thoughts with handheld gaming, if you have any, or any thoughts on anything that we've just said. Uh, don't forget to give us a like, give us a subscribe, because we're cheesy like that. And especially if you want to hear some more from us. Big thanks to Terry for joining us. Thank you very much. Yeah, a uh, big thanks for Nathan, my co-host, as always. Thank you. And, and a big thanks from me. Hopefully um, you'll see us again, or we, maybe we'll see you again. Yes. Catch you later. Thank you for listening to us today. You can find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and various other platforms. Not to forget, of course, YouTube. Myself and Nathan also do weekly Twitch streams. Find us at ShaggyDog79 and LordShade86, respectively. We're always looking for new people to connect with, so give us both a follow, if that's your sort of thing. 